okay, okay, I see you. Thanks for coming. This is the Jenna and Julian podcast. High five one. Welcome. High five two. To the Jenna and Julian Benkins. Oh. Uh, high five three. And our guest this week is Brett, our friend Brett. He's been on before. Everyone say hi to Brett. All right. Brett. Now, Brett, you say hi to everyone. Hi, everyone. Um, yeah, we thought we'd have him back on. He was on like a couple months ago. It was a while ago. It was it was early on. Yeah, it, it was, was really like early on. Episode four or something like that. Yeah. Brett's still the only guest we've ever had in the podcast. Kit. Kit was on. Oh, that's right. But we do need to be better. We need to get more guests on because when we started this podcast, I did like get excited that we were going to get to sort of interview and talk to people because that's kind of like what I, what I like to do. Yeah. So we'll we'll be better about that. Um, we shall and try. We shall and try to amp- improve. Am I like all the way down? Is you that can better? turn it up a little bit, yeah. Okay. Yeah, as, as long as it sounds good. <laughs> all, all that matters like in life is if you sound good. If you have good audio. That's vain. Okay, so for today's podcast, requested by no one at all, uh, I just decided that it would be fun. Uh, I'm sure many of you know that I have a master's degree in sports psychology and counseling. Now, mind you, I graduated in 2009, so it's been a hot minute since I've been opening up my DSM over here. I'm Why don't sure you say what a DSM is? DSM basically is the criteria for diagnosing someone with a mental disorder. And before anyone gets the wrong idea, let me just make a sappy foreword about mental illness and mental health. I'll play the violin. Thanks. It's not sad. Oh, I'll still play the violin. Okay, how about some drums? How okay, you play the drums, I'll drums. play the violin. So, anyways. No, not really. We'll, play, we'll add it in post. We'll just, we're just faking. All right. Mental yeah. illness is very, very, very real. There's still, unfortunately, in our culture, a strong stigma against people that suffer from mental illnesses and disorders. But they're fucking very real. They're not a choice. They're very serious. Um, but... There are, as many people know, many, many things with, like, little ridiculous names or whatever, you know? Yep. In your fucking DSM or your psychology book or your science book, blah, blah, blah. So, as a twofold way to do this, not that I'm doing some giant, like, public service here by bringing attention to mental illness, but I thought it would be fun to play the game where it's, like, dictionary the game, dictionary, where yep. you look up a word and everyone around you has to like write down the silliest definition that they can and then you pick them out. But hopefully, I stayed away from like a lot of the very, very serious, sad, or you know anything life-changing mental disorders. I tried to stay on the, at least we could laugh at some poop and pee and that kind of thing. Um, not that those aren't serious as well. I feel like there's a lot of opportunity for this to get taken the wrong way. So if you get it, then please get it. Okay. And yeah, we just wanted to play a silly game because some of the words sound kind of silly, right? It's literally making fun of how the words are spelled and sound. It has nothing further to do with anything. Right. So, but then also I would like to read what it actually is. So then. To educate you and, (laughs) and us. I don't know what these things are. We, We completely guessed. You right. can educate us, Jenna. Okay. But educate I just want everyone to just be on the same page of what the goal is here. We're going to have some silly laugh times. But then I'm also maybe going to tell you a disorder that you didn't know existed and that some people out in the world are actually suffering with and that it is serious. So please take the responses as responses to the word itself and not to the actual disorder. But hopefully you learn something and hopefully we get some giggles in here. Am I yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. And you can do this with like anything. 
like any any set of words or or names any dictionary yeah. any science or history we textbook just, i'm sure you can yeah use. and we just happen to do this one because jenna is a psychology master's and she has this book here so we have it at our disposal so we did this beforehand so we wouldn't have to write while we're on the podcast so we right. have all of our answers ready right so me and brett are gonna she's gonna name them off and me and brett brett and i are gonna mm-hmm. come up with all right so and then we're gonna decide who wins yeah right yeah, well, you got to decide, though, because right, I'm not going to vote for Brett. <laughs> All right. So the first one. I win. Are we ready for the game? <laughs> I think we're all winners here. Jeez. I think you're the real winners. <laughs> you're the real MVP. You're the real um, Okay. Okay. So the first one. See, I don't even. I think it's pica. The word is pronounced pica. Okay. It's spelled P-I-C-A. Yes. All right. Pica. Who's Preference. going first? What is pica? Pica. <laughs> pica. Babies that blow bubbles with their spit and snot <laughs> at the same time. Simultaneous <laughs> spit and snot bubble blowing by babies is what pica is. So, I, can I ask a couple questions? Like, what would happen? Okay. Um, when they blow the bubbles, is the outside of the bubble spit or snot? And then is the spit on the inside of the snots on the outside? Is that how it works? No, or is it's it just like, like all formed together? It's like spit bubbles from their mouths, not bubbles from their nose. And it just forms into one and giant like, beautiful bubble. Because you know how you've, you've seen babies do that Yeah, before. all the time. I see what you're saying. That's pica. That's mm. pica. Mm. Okay. Mm. All right, we heard his. <laughs> okay, what's yours? Okay. Pica. Don't read it. Just okay. listen okay, to me. Uh, I was reading it. <laughs> it just takes it away. I get excited. Um, so pica, or as you, you know, phonetically would say, pica. <laughs> That's how it's pronounced. This condition forms when a person has an uncontrollable impulse to dress his salsa up as a girl, <laughs> thus in the affected's mind justifyingly changing the pico de gallo to the proper feminine version, pica de gallo. What? <laughs> oh man, I am so weird. Oh my god. Okay. Well, those are two very different uh, definitions of pica. Is everyone ready for what it actually is? Yeah, what is pica? Well, should I choose a winner first, or should I choose a winner after I read what it is? First. You think so? What do you think? I think if I read it, and then you guys know what it is... Then, then you can choose a winner? Yeah. Okay, okay. let's do it after. So pica is the persistent eating of non-nutritive, like non-nutritional substances for a period of at least one month. The eating of non-nutrition. So, like people that like eat cigarette butts, right? And things the like my that. strange addiction, like yes. they eat paper towels, uh, they eat like so literally non-dirt, right? Okay, okay. And they're compelled to eat things. Mine has to do with food, so okay. No, that's that's, that's very is. interesting. I didn't realize. My it, winner is Julian. Yes. <laughs> I think you did the word pica a far better service. Yeah, okay. That's fair. Pica. I'll take it. Pica. Pica de gallo. The proper feminine version. <laughs> then it would peak, It would be pica de gallo. I got to fix that. So for anyways, for those of you that have watched My Strange Addiction or are like, I don't understand why that person doesn't just stop eating their couch. Uh, it's a... It's a, it's a disorder. Because, they're <laughs> because they can't. Pica. Because it's more complicated than that. It's more complicated. <laughs> Okay, what was our next one? Our next one. Oh, rumination disorder. Oh, yeah. Let me get in there. My turn. Should we switch off of whoever goes first? Okay. So my definition for rumination disorder is when a person disassociates with their home country every single time they enter a new room, 
effectively naming every new room a nation. <laughs> room oh, a nation. You, you already won that one. <laughs> Mine's so uh, shitty. What do you got? I wrote a person obsessed with the behavior of a Roomba. <laughs> I like obsessed Which, with the behavior because, by that's... the way, it could be said that I am suffering from rumination disorder oh. because I would follow a, a Roomba around for hours. So that's what a person does. They just like obsessively fall it around and just like, like they just, they talk to it. it. Yeah. They dress it up. I've seen Roombas that have stickers and decals and things on them. Oh, we, we should dress pimp, our, yeah, we should oh. pimp ours out. They have names. Pimp my Roomba. Where's exhibit? We Can he pimp our Roomba? Like a strip of LED lights on there. Oh my God. He's already a DJ. It's going to be such a party. Think about that. A robot going around your house cleaning with lights on, playing the hottest new hits. Yo, DJ Roomba, what's hot? Sorry. I would love that. Oh. <laughs> what? Yeah. No, I was with the guy who was golfing with on Sunday, Scott. He, he We were just randomly in the car on the way home, and he was like, do you guys have a Roomba? And yeah. I was like, oh, my God, we just got one. He was like, we did, too. It's amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Uh so I guess it could be said that you're you have a touch of the rumination as well. Oh huh? yeah, big time. I suffer. I suffer all the time from that. Thanks to your dad. From the fictional rumination. Yeah, my all dad right. sent it to us. Yeah, what's the real uh, definition? The, the fictional those are really strong fictional ruminations. Mm-hmm. The real rumination is repeated regurgitation and rechewing of food for a period of at least 1 month. Oh my god. Oh. But these are also for like uh, infancy, childhood, or adolescence. Mm-hmm. So it could just be a baby that really just wants to eat his food and then eat his food again. So it has nothing to do with nations? <laughs> so you're telling me it has nothing to do with nations. <laughs> Damn it. So you're saying it doesn't involve nations. America. Nope. Alright. I'm, I, you know, I think I'm just going to give both of you a point like Jeff, uh, Chef Ramsey does. Okay. That's good. I like that. I like that executive call. So I'm winning two to one? Yeah. Okay. Okay. You make that choice because you're basically Chef Ramsay here. Rumination. 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 All right. Next one. Encopresis. Encopresis. What do you got? Am I first? Yeah. Uh, an old person working with a group of much younger people is experiencing encopresis. <laughs> that sounds like it could be damn real. An old person that is yeah, working and with you know, much so, younger people. So you know like when you work somewhere and like everyone's like, you know, 20 or whatever. And then there's the one random like 45 year old. Yeah. You're like, what are you doing here? You don't, we don't have anything he to talk to He doesn't even go here. So that's a mental disorder. That's encopresis. It, encopresis is whatever Brett wants it to be. That's true. That is fictional. No, that's true. All of these people are experiencing encopresis. So who is more affected by encopresis in this situation, the young people or the one old person? Well, it, see, it kind of goes both ways. Different symptoms for different... Oh, okay. So it's, this like is, a, it's like an all-encompassing thing yeah, because I'm, it's an encopresising <laughs> thing. Yeah, you know, I want, I want to learn oh, more about snaps. that. snaps. Because, you know, the old person has to deal with being a loner and not really understanding what the young yeah. people are talking about. And then the young people are like, how do we include the old person? Or, and then, then think about the, the volume of inner turmoil of the old person who, who has to fight the battle of, well, do I try to blend in and change who I am or do I just stay strong and be the outsider? Wow. Can lead the pika? Can lead the rumination disorder? <laughs> yeah, you want me to go? Yeah, I go. All right, here we go. And This disorder creates an alternate reality where a person tries to communicate with people via Capri Suns by walking around, 
stabbing people with a small yellow straw and quietly whispering into it. They also do that cell phone thing with Capri Sun packages. Julian, Julian, you're on fire. Just take my money, bitch. Take my money. Did you guys ever do? You did that, right? With the empty Capri Sun, you stick the straw in it like it's a like it's a cell phone antenna, and you fold it. You know? No. Well, what I used to do with empty Capri Suns is blow them back up so they look full. Oh yeah. And then try to give that shit to my friend and then laugh. (laughs) (laughs) I already drank that shit. Mm. I had a box of Capri Suns at work up. for a while. That's so ridiculous. At work, really? Yeah. I haven't seen one of those in years. They're Drinking so a Capri Sun as an adult is so, like, oh, fulfilling. Oh. It's I just, just would, amazing. like, sometimes when you stab it too, like, aggressively and, and it, it goes all the way through the package, yeah. then oh, you're then fucked. you've basically murdered your Capri Sun. I don't know who I was talking to, but we were saying that we should get syringes and, like, fill them with vodka and oh then shoot it God. into the Capri Sun. Oh that God. is, like, a stroke of genius. I'm sorry. Or you delicious. could just squirt the Capri Sun out. No, because the whole thing yeah. is that you're drinking. Oh, it, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, and then you just like funnel it through the straw. But having it in the in the pouch is pretty. It's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, it's like a flask, but it's cooler, and it's a Capri Sun, <laughs> and it's funny because it's and a it's kids' funny. drink. I was <laughs> getting fucked up on kids' drinks. Yeah. Funny, funny. Who? Went, oh wait. So what's the real definition for that one? Encopresis is the repeated passage of feces into inappropriate places like clothing or floors, whether involuntary or intentional. And it usually happens uh, after the age of four or it needs to in order to get diagnosed with encopresis. It needs to happen over the age of four. Because before age four, that's normal behavior. I did. I did know a young boy when I was like babysitting age and he was obsessed with putting his poop everywhere, especially on his SpongeBob. He had a giant like huge SpongeBob. We think our dogs pooing on the ground is a problem. He loved to take his poop and he loved to spread it on SpongeBob and it would just you'd try to like clean his hands off and it would just be in his fingernails. But and then and then you would clean it up. Yeah. He was just happy as a clam <laughs> that. You would clean it up. <laughs> that boy was just happy as a clam. Who needs video games? I got my own poo. <laughs> <laughs> he just loved his own poop, you know? Yeah. And Caprices. Anyways, I think Julian won that round. Yeah, I would agree. It was very magical. Thank you. That was so good. Thank you. I wanted a Caprice on now. Mm. All right, yeah. next one. Aneurysis. All right. Aneurysis. When a person walks uncontrollably door to door, handing people half opened Reese's chocolates while saying, <laughs> These are yours now. Because <laughs> Aneurysis. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, well, so I mine is the opposite of Encopresis. So a young person working with a group of much older people. <laughs> See, Brett, you're on the right track because it's repeated. Oh my God, he's staying on theme. Repeated voiding of urine into bed or clothes, whether voluntary or unintentional. So just to explain, like the way the way that like the, that makes the, sense the thought process, because I was doing what you have been doing all along, which is basically breaking up the, the word, the word yeah, yeah. into different pieces, and so I saw it. Anyway, that's no. That's that was beautiful, that Brad. was really well done. I'm at, I, as much as I like the telling people that these are yours now. <laughs> I'm gonna give the point to Brett. <coughs> Even before we know, oh, you already read it. Yeah. yeah, because he he recognized the pattern and no, then he made a joke he accordingly. Deserves, he deserves that dub. I'll give him that dub. 
Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate, so what is three to two now? Appreciate that. Three to two. Yeah, three you're, two. you're still okay. winning. It doesn't. Yeah. All right. So we got two more. The next one isn't really a definition, though. It's just a. The next one is a little quantity. bit different. Okay. So, um, it the again, I don't. This is the DSM four. I think there's a DSM five at this point. But uh, according to the DSM four, there is caffeine intoxication with a specific amount of caffeine it takes for you to be technically intoxicated. So I asked them to write down what they thought, according to the DSM, it would take for you to be caffeine intoxicated. Mm-hmm. Who wants to go first? So I did it in milligrams because I do know that uh, caffeine is measured that way. Yep. And I kind of thought about it. Well, first of all, ca- I mean, I know that you guys can drink caffeine fucking... All of it. All of it, all, all of day it. long. Way too much. And go to sleep at night, and it's like you're completely unaffected. I am like pretty sensitive to caffeine, but I really love caffeine. <laughs> so I do, I have like kind of gauged this a little bit because I have experienced, I don't know if it was actual caffeine intoxication, but when you are over caffeinated, yeah. it's like a the really horrible feeling. feeling. Yeah, it's a mess. It sucks. Uh, so I did 1,200 milligrams leads to caffeine intoxication. And I guess that isn't even necessarily over a certain period of time or whatever. Or also known as the gigantic Red Bull, <laughs> the one that looks like a forty. Twelve hundred. If you drink that, you're caffeine intoxicated. Oh um, my god! <laughs> because you, there should not be Red Bulls that like you need two hands. To, no, it's pretty intense. It's yeah. enormous. It doesn't yeah. like a forty. <laughs> it looks like a fucking forty. It, um, it just encourages you. It encourages you to binge drink caffeine. <laughs> those things. Yeah. Like, they should just sell funnels with it, like, pre in the top so that you just open your throat. Yeah. Or it's, like, a can that has, like, the shotgun pre sort of, like, <laughs> yeah. built into it. It has, like, a tab at the bottom that you just break off and shotgun it. Right. Open your throat! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Julian, what did you have? Um, well, I'd like to first say um, I have 100% drinking that much in yeah. a day. You had that much today. Probably. It's sad. <laughs> Uh, okay, so how much caffeine does it take to be technically intoxicated by caffeine? 40 milligrams per ounce of pee you peed that day. Oh my god, what the fuck? <laughs> that way it's relative to body weight, sort of. Or pee weight. Pee weight? I think pee weight is a more accurate measurement of someone's... What? <laughs> I have no idea where I was going with that. Someone's life. Yeah, basically you just have to measure how much pee you pee that day. And then somehow factor in your milligrams of caffeine. But I don't know if you measure the caffeine before you, like, pee or. <laughs> and Julian's done with his And thought. I'm done. That's my thought. Would you like to know yeah. what it is? Yeah. I w- I Wait, would. can I give you, like, a serious guess? This isn't for the game? Sure. Okay, 1,700 milligrams. Okay. Okay. Recent consumption of caffeine, usually in excess of 250 milligrams. More than two, to, more than two to three cups of brewed coffee. What? Okay, you ready? You must exhibit five or more of the following signs: developing <laughs> during or shortly after caffeine use, restlessness, nervousness, excitement, insomnia, flushed face, uh, fucking no. So all of the reasons that one would drink caffeine. Diuresis. Yeah, that sounds like my Monday morning. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. According oh my God, so we get intoxicated DSM, every single day. You could get diagnosed with caffeine. The little, the little energy shots we take have more than that mm-hmm. daily. Two fifty. Two fifty. 
<laughs> no, it doesn't say on there. I've looked. Really? Yeah, because it's, it's in a blend. It doesn't tell you. But I've looked uh, online. There's like three or four hundred in that one. Um, there's like three because that's the extra strength. Yeah. You're Some technically intoxicated. Technically intoxicated from one little energy shot. What is that? Like three, four ounces. Three ounces. Jesus. What? Wow. That is nuts. All right. Well. Um, so I got a problem. <laughs> As do I. I. Think. It's funny. There's no like. There's a you know alcohol dependency and cannabis and all of this but there's no there's caffeine intoxication there's no caffeine addiction yeah which seems backwards because i feel like there's plenty of people that are addicted to caffeine Caffeine addiction is a real thing it's a real thing i mean i don't i guess that there's not like a specific mental disorder for caffeine addiction but it is an addictive drug because it changes the way your body your body chemistry works completely. So Right. Well and if you're like if you're like us and you start your day with caffeine and drink it throughout the day and then one day you just stop, it's awful. Yeah, like because your body is used to those you levels feel like, being fulfilled without side yeah, caffeine. Yeah. You get really bad headaches, you feel exhausted, you feel right. like unmotivated. Yeah, I um what was it's like, like depression th- almost. It's it's bad. It's actually really bad. Uh like I think like a year and a half ago when we first started hanging out. I would drink a lot of caffeine with you. Like, we'd drink together. We'd go to get coffee. We'd have little energy shots. We'd have whatever. Um, And I remember it got to a point where I was, like, getting a little worried because I had never drank this much caffeine. So what I did was – and at the time, I was taking beta alanine as a supplement by itself for workouts because it's good for muscle recovery and it just – I I like it so it helps. Um, And that stuff, if you don't know, it's also in pre-workout mix – so it gives you that t- sort of like itchy, tingling feeling in your face and your arms and your body. It's like a kind of a flushing feeling, sort of like a niacin flush, but it's more like needly. Yeah, sometimes it makes your face itchy. It makes your face really itchy. <laughs> it's like if you, those of you who take well, that's why I don't drink five-hour energies because it makes me really. Well, itchy. there's niacin in that. I think that's what you're experiencing. But yeah. anyway, so I would regularly take. Sorry, this is a complete tangent. Oh, I would regularly take um, beta alanine and caffeine before I worked out, and so. When I got to this point, I was like getting scared that I was taking too much caffeine. What I did was I went cold turkey, no caffeine for like a week. And for the workouts, I just uh, increased my dosage of beta alanine to try to trick my body into thinking I was caffeinated because I was still getting the tingly feeling. Mm. And it didn't like didn't work that bad. Like I thought it kind like if I were to go cold turkey now and try to work out for a week, I would be miserable and my strength would be down and my energy would be down. But um, that was definitely like an interesting little experiment I did. I mean, hmm. I wasn't taking dangerous levels of beta alanine. I just increased a little bit. Right. But yeah, caffeine is a. Uh, it's definitely uh, hard to replace. Yeah, I'm not really the type of person that gives a fuck about cycling off of caffeine. <laughs> just give me some. Well, I'll more. tell you one thing: is like the moment I drank caffeine after that week, I had half of what I would normally do, and I was off the wall. It yeah. resets like that. It's crazy. Yeah. I have been trying to get my caffeine more organically lately because I it was getting to the point where I was drinking like Red Bulls, multiple Red Bulls a day. So what's yeah. an organic like coffee? So or tea? like coffee or tea, um, just because I, I don't know, you know, you no, yeah, just like, cut out the yeah all the shit, all yeah, the, all the other stuff. But yeah, some of it's like nasty. Well, and you know what's really interesting too? Like, if I start my day with a coffee and then I like don't really eat anything or whatever, by the end of the day, I'm feeling like absolute shit. But yeah. if I start my day with a Red Bull or an energy drink or something like that, and I don't really eat throughout the day, by the end of the day, I'm feeling fine. Yeah. Like, it's crazy how caffeine metabolizes everything that you've 
like consumed. Yeah. And then when you're actually taking an energy drink that has the sort of vitamins and minerals and stuff in it, like it does give you a, like it a changes. supplement. Yeah, yeah, yeah for, sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, it's more of a well-rounded. Yeah. Yeah, when no. I worked at the tanning salon a billion fucking years ago, um, we had like smart waters and like monster energy drinks. And so you could like buy it and then put your money in the fucking cash register and just go get them. So, you know, I would fucking spend a lot of my money on just <laughs> staying yeah. awake at work. Yeah. And I was doing the same thing. You know, I'm like dirt poor. But if I bought it from the tanning salon, it was so much cheaper than 7-Eleven for some reason because nobody really wants to fucking buy them. I swear we had them in stock just like for us. Yeah, you know what I mean? that's funny. Um, so I was drinking like a ton of Monster and that's really how I started drinking like Red Bulls and Red Bull Vodka and all that. When I, that was like my choice, like if I went out, I was like, I'll drink a Red Bull Vodka. Yeah. And I was drinking like a lot of like the carbonated energy drinks and my teeth were killing me. Like my teeth hurt so bad. Yeah. And I went to the dentist and I think it had only been like three months that I had been working there drinking yeah. like a monster or a half or a monster or two at work. A day. Over the day. Yeah. And she's like, are you drinking a lot of energy, energy drinks? And I'm like, well, yeah. Like, isn't everybody? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, in 2008 or nine or whatever, like Monster and Rebel were on like a huge upswing, you know, they yeah, were yeah. huge. And I was like, well, doesn't everybody? That's all. That's our choice, yeah. right? Coffee or that. Mm -hmm. And she was like, yeah, your teeth look like shit. I'm like, fuck. So what What was it in the energy drinks? The it's, sugar I think it's or? just a combination of the sugar and the carbonation. Like, it'd be the same if I chugged a fucking Soda. Coke every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That's pretty crazy, though, because you don't think about that when you're having energy drinks. I honestly right. don't even view them as the same as, as like, soda. I know, but they kind of are, yeah. some of them. Some even of them even the sugar-free ones, sugar. yeah. because those chemicals will do the same thing or worse to your teeth, probably. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't know, but I'm just, I would speculate that. That's wild. Isn't it? Yeah. They hurt so bad. They hurt us. It was, no like, that good. weird tingly. Although, news for anyone, or, like, hope for anyone <laughs> that was in that situation or is currently in that situation. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you just stop and then you just take care of your teeth and it goes away. Yeah. So that's good. Listen to your teeth. Listen to your teeth. Be your teeth. <laughs> Love your teeth. <laughs> All right. The last one. Last one. Oh, okay. Let's finish this up. <laughs> Frauderism. Will you spell it? F-R-O-T-T-E-U-R-I-S-M. Frauderism. Okay. I'll go first. Um, Frauderism. When a person rushes a fraternity and when they ask them to dress up for an event, they come because they can't help it. They come dressed as Harry Potter or in his mind, Harry Frotter. Oh, my oh God. my God. You're welcome. Um, frotterism. Dick sword fighting. <laughs> oh, I knew there was a name for that. That's what it's called. That oh. we engaged in some nice, playful frotterism. Oh my god! Or like Wait. when you post your like Craigslist ad, like <laughs> looking for someone interested in frotterism. <laughs> M yeah. for M, because no cop is gonna wow. read Brett's DSM and for know that frotterism. Wow, those are some good answers. Those are By really the way, good. if you're in, no, just. <laughs> oh man. Just, um, no. I'm going to give both of you points. So I guess technically that means that Julian won. Yeah, Wait, who won, won the caffeine one, though? Oh. Because. Well, who was closest? Well, I said 40 milligram per ounce of pee. Okay, Julian. <laughs> I, I I'm mean, pretty sure Brett said 1,200, right? I said 1,200. So Brett was closest. 
Well, how do you know? Oh, Even though I was like a thousand over. Uh, and then you said wait, your is this serious, a tie? You said your serious answer was seventeen hundred. Oh, you're right. That Ugh. would that, so I we think tied. That would mean that we tied. Oh wait, three so now three. I have to pick? No, no, we tied total three to three. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we should. Um, I think overall. I mean, damn it! Should we do one live, like off the like off our cuff? Yeah, for the final okay. tiebreaker. I'll just I'll just look up a word. Okay. okay? Yeah, but, Brett and I will just chat while you do. Okay, but hold on. <laughs> yeah. No. What? Uh, I didn't tell you what it was. Oh, fraudism. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But you gave him the point, or you gave me the point. We each care. got a point for I, it. I got a point. Oh, yeah. we each yeah. got a point. All right, yeah. all, right, all, right, all right. Sorry. I'm off the walls. Okay, fr- fraudism. It's because you're intoxicated. I'm so intoxicated. On caffeine. Mm-hmm. I don't Harry like... Harry Frauder. I'm going to stage you an intervention, mofuck. I'm going to stage you an intervention, mofuck. <laughs> you drink more I, than I, I actually do. need it. Yeah. Frauderism is... Over a period of at least six months, recurrent, intense, sexually arousing fantasies, sexual urges, or behaviors involving touching and rubbing against non-consenting okay, people. Okay, he was so close. That's, that's insanely close. That's why I'm saying, like, Brett has gotten, like, the gist of what oh these God. things could be. That's literally... That, wait, your definition kind of falls under that umbrella. It does. So it's... Ba- well, it's basically, like... Uh, you want to rub up against people in public that don't know who you are. That's frauderism. That's or- basically sword fighting. <laughs> uh, that's, I was that's thinking that's more honestly, cons- I'm consensually little, speaking. Well, I'm a, little, I'm a little scared how close you got him. That was pretty cool. Yeah, but yeah, Brett wrote dick sword fighting. <laughs> Still really close. All right. All right. You guys discuss that, and I will look up a difficult word, and then you guys have to give me your definitions, okay? For the tie, okay. for the win. I will say that I have the, the dictionary app on my phone, and I do look at the word of the day every day. Oh, shit. You do? Yeah. Because I, like, oh, wow. I like words. Yeah. I need, honestly, like, I need to get back to reading. When I read a lot, I was, like, in a thing where I was reading a lot, and I would learn so many fucking words. Yeah. And I couldn't even help it. Because I would read a word that I didn't know, and I was not going to keep reading unless I looked it up and I was like, okay, now I get what's happening. Uh, but it's just, like, it's kind of contagious. Like, you know what I mean? Like you read and you're like, oh, I'm learning words, but I'm enjoying more of the book now. It's kind of, you want to do both more. I need to get back into that. I missed that. I also enjoy the Thethorath. Thethorath? The Thethorath is really fun. When I was writing for the newspaper for Chapman, the Panther, shout out to the Panther. I was a sports editor for a while. And when you write, you're writing stories every week, like lots of stories. Yeah. And... You can't use the same words. words, Yeah, yeah. especially when you're a sports reporter. You know, like, they came out on top. You have to find, like, 50 different ways to say that. Or they lost. Or you know what I mean? Like, or injured. You know what I mean? So, you know, obviously the bare bones words you keep. But, yeah, use that thing a lot. That thing is super helpful. I love the thesaurus. Thesaurus. All right. The the, thesaurus. Do you guys want to do one? Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Off the... So we just got to... Yeah, I mean, you, you, if you want time to write it, you can. Or if you want to just do it live, then do it live. I say we just, like, go. Fuck it, we'll do it we live. Just go, yeah. All right. Wait, then can I do some? Because I like making up silly definitions. Yeah. yeah. Or just do one. Yeah, sure. Mm, okay. Whatever you want. Mm, all right, you Whatever ready? Whatever you want. Okay, Sam. Yeah. Just a word? No, because I'm going to lose it. Yeah. Okay. Well, and you have to be honest. If you know what this is, then say it so that we can't, we can't okay. do it. Okay. Petty fogger. Oh. <sighs> Don't know what that is. Petty fogger? Yes. Definition. Okay. You go first. Or should I go first? How much time do we have to come up with this? Would or you, do we just go? Would you like to me to spell it? Yes. Spell it. 
P-E-T-T-I-F-O-G-G-E-R. Okay, I'm going. Can you um, give us the part of speech? <laughs> uh, seems like a, that guy's a petty fogger. Okay, so petty fogger. When a person can't resist but going around and petting other people's <laughs> animals, getting so choked up by emotions that their eyes fog up. <laughs> That's petty petty fogger. <laughs> What do you got? <laughs> what are you going to beat that with? Because um, you're petting and petty? Sorry. I think petty fogger means... Uh... <laughs> Seriously? Petty fogger is um, when you walk into a walk-in freezer and the, <laughs> there's like, you know how sometimes they'll be like kind of vapor in the air that's petty fogger that's sick that's really good <laughs> god i swear brett's like got his own dsm in his mind i just asked her to use it in a sentence though it's, it's not a it's it's a it. oh, okay petty yeah. fogger is a person who tries to befuddle others with his speech oh, oh like he tries to outsmart people by saying big words Oh, a petty fogger. That's guy who wears like a, a monocle, right? He walks around like yeah. the mall and he's okay. Yeah. That was a good one. Um, so that's the tiebreaker. So I think Julian won. Yeah. With his, you're you're so emotionally charged by petting other people's anim, animals that you, you just fog up and cry. Very very creative. Oh, thank you, um, Jenna. Do we want you to guess one now? Yeah, look up a word on your phone. So just a word. Mm-hmm. Brett, yeah. you doing that? You want it? Yes. All right, Brett's on it. Brett's looking up a word on his okay. phone. So this is basically just dictionary, right? It's mm-hmm. not. Yeah. Um, but we could do a couple if you want. If you want to do more, you you moderated our game. We should yeah, moderate your to, game. I didn't get to do any yeah. fuckery. Yeah. Sad. Also, if you guys like, ooh, I have one. Uh, all right. Are what do you got? Are you ready? Sorry, yeah, not, no, to, not to interrupt. I was just gonna say, if you guys have friends and need a game to play, or even a drinking game, you could play dictionary. It's really fun. It's, it's really fun, especially if you have funny friends, which I. Trust that you do. Go. Your word is the lassic. T H A L A S S I C. Okay, so we'll give you a second. So the lassic. Wait, with a V or a T H? T H A. Okay. L A S S I C. Okay. Do you want a couple seconds so we can let you? Or... You have to come up with them too. Oh, we're all doing it. Oh. Right, no, Brett oh, me already and knows. You. Me yeah. And you. Got it. Sorry. <laughs> Hi, I'm slow today. Um, okay. I have one. All right, you go first. Okay. okay. The Lassic is a theme park built for this little kid named Theo who was a big fan of Jurassic Park, but it, they decided to name it The, the Lassic. And it's also a period in time when Theo was the most exciting dinosaur Theo ever. <laughs> That's a great one. The Thalassic period. That was cute. Thanks. Aww. Good deaf. Good deaf. Good deaf. I'm good at your definition. Good deaf. Your turn. Okay. The Lassic is when a guy goes around trying to tell people he wants to get surgery on his eyes, but no one knows what he's talking about because he's pronouncing it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. That's so funny. Okay. You win. You win. (laughs) You win. What? Um. The Lassic. Of or pertaining to seas and oceans. Whoa, okay. All right. I feel like I should have known that. Or, or of or pertaining to smaller bodies of water, as seas and gulfs, as distinguished from large oceanic bodies. 
Damn. Yeah, that's I didn't know that. That's weird. I feel like I should have known that too. Your hair is kind of the lassic. It is. Oh, look at this. The the lassic hair. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do you guys want a word? Um why don't I give you guys a word? Okay. Yeah. Because I haven't moderated yet. I've already read all of those though. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Mm, good petty fogging. I've already read all of those. No, fine. Um do you know what Wittershins is? Wittershin? Wittershins. How do you say it? All right. W-I-D-D-E-R-S-H-I-N-S. Wittershins. Wittershins. Okay, you win. I did not read Wittershins. No, you didn't. All right. Whoever's ready first can go first. Okay. Wittershins are like someone who has really, really, really short knee to ankle like length leg. They have widow shins. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. Widow shins. Oh, that was good. Brett, top it. Well, uh, widow shins. Widow, widow, widow shins. shins. Um, so I was kind of along the same lines, but I was thinking of like when kids are playing soccer and they're chasing the ball and then like they, two kids like, kick each other <laughs> that, that action is called Witter Witter shins. Shins. They're, they did it with their witter shins oh. <laughs> god those are both really good sorry point for you both ramsey style we should have done this whole podcast with just these yeah i know we can start over whatever you want do you want to hear the why don't mission? we this do you, is way funnier you want to start the podcast over no i guess not <laughs> we can do it another time What's it's wrong? just so much sillier. It is so much sillier, but I feel like we had a great fucking game. Yeah, well, okay, and so I already thought of another like, category that I want to do in the future. Because I know that there are some silly-ass tools out there. Like, oh, yeah. Tool names. Like, oh, yeah. what well, does we, this we should, tool do? Yeah, we should do that like another time, too, so we could spread the right. love into other podcasts. Yeah. Let me give you another one. No, word. I gotta read you this definition, guys. Oh, okay. Right. Wittershins. Wittershins. In a contrary or counterclockwise direction. What? Boo. I think it's when kids kick each other in the shins. With the shins. <laughs> I right. think Brett won that one. Uh, I, I, I'm the judge. Yeah, it's a tie. It's a tie. <laughs> All right. Did you read? I didn't read any of those. Except for Wither Brett, shins. you want to go? Yeah, I'll go. Right. Okay, so it's me on. and Jenna again? Yeah. Oh, game on. I love New York. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Verbigeration. It's V-E-R-B-I-G-E-R-A-T-I-O-N. Verbigeration. Whoa. Uh, verbigeration is when you like to plant things in a garden and make food, but you only uh, can do it by swearing at it and telling it to to do verbs like <laughs> kick punch jump fuck fuck Verbage. fuck and then it grows your garden oh that's good i would love that garden you just abuse it and it grows yes verbally verbiduration that's a good one the farming of using verbal abuse <laughs> good mm-hmm. where do we get that garden all right mine is verbiduration when 
instead of food, you put written pieces of paper with verbs on them in the fridge so they get <laughs> verbigerated. <laughs> oh my god. So the reason that I chose this one is because it kind of crosses over between both games that we've played tonight. Mm. Uh, verbigeration is the constant or obsessive repetition of meaningless words or phrases. <laughs> that would be a good friend to have. <laughs> That's we, ridiculous. We all know someone that <laughs> verbigeration. Yo, dude, more than like verbigeration or something. <laughs> yeah. What's your deal? Is it is your friend verbigerated? Wait, how is it? Too far. Too Rome. far. Rome. You guys want one? Far. Sure. A bibliophobia. All right. Uh, so when a person is irrationally and deathly afraid of not a bib, not a leotard, but a bib and a leotard at the same time. <laughs> Bibliophobia. Bibliophobia. Wow. I mean, my I, my immediate guess, just based off of the word, is like fear of books. Yeah, it's got to be books. It's yeah. the fear of running out of reading material. <laughs> mm. That's such a fun... I'm not laughing at it. It's just... It's, it's, <laughs> Wow. That's like a very deep-rooted, like... Yeah. What if I read all the things? Well, that's got to be caused by... Well, I feel like that sort of thing... I don't know anything about anything, but I feel my guess is that that sort of thing is caused by an upbringing where their sole source of entertainment was reading, maybe. (laughs) You're saying that kids that tweet 800 times a day don't have a bibliophobia. (laughs) That's a twibliophobia. Yeah, they have a a twibliophobia. Twibliophobia. It's different. Well, what if no one's tweeting anything? What am I going to read? Tumblr. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) What? Duh, MySpace. (laughs) Yeah, I'll dig up everyone's MySpace. All right, Jenna, hold up the W like this. Brett, you hold up the T. What? Yeah, this was a fun podcast, though. We should definitely play the, the dictionary game I like again. the idea of coming on here and playing a game like that uh, because it's fun because we're absolutely just, like, fucking around. And also, mm-hmm. I like the, the preemptive ones where we kind of plan our answers because those can be funny. Yeah. It's fucking around, but it's creative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank, thanks for joining us, Brett. This was fun hanging yeah, out thanks, with you Brett. again. Thanks for having me. We guys. liked your answers. <laughs> Brett was a lot of fun You're on the podcast. I'll uh, link Brett in the description below if you want to follow him on social. If you guys have a twibliophobia and you need to see tweets, he tweets pretty well. But uh, I try. <laughs> we'll be back next week for another podcast. Thank you so much for watching. I think next week is uh, big number twenty. Is it? Yep. Because okay. this is nineteen. Yeah. Thank you guys for you know watching us and listening, and thanks for getting us all the way to put it the best of twenty fourteen in iTunes. So that was pretty yeah. cool. Huge. Yeah. So cool. And really well, awesome. you know what? We've just always been unprofessional and shitty since day one. That's how we gonna remain. It's just it means a lot that you guys appreciate the the substance and whatever that we're doing rather than how shitty it is. Absolutely. <laughs> the fact that you guys have listened and cared this much means that you really do just care about like us and what we're talking about, which is yeah. cool. Thank you. There's no funny business. But anyway, we love you. We'll see you next week. Have a good week. Bye. Bye. Ding, 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 ding.